BJ Armstrong, he tried to go at Michael Jordan back in 91, according to him, pretty much saying, I'm not passing the ball to Mike in the next game against the New York Knicks. We're going to talk about that. <laughs> but before we get into that, we're going to hit up. Can the Chicago Bulls make it past the first round this season? You know we're going to talk about it, but you got to hit the music first. Come on, yeah. Bulls podcast with the Cognac boys, Cognac boy Bobby, right here, and I'm with my boy. You done fucked up the intro. You fucked it up because your ass over there doing stuff you ain't got no business doing. Make sure you how you doing, boy. I'm good. I'm good, man. Let's get us to this, man. I'm tired of these people talking crazy on the goat's name, bro. I'm tired of it, bro. If y'all like what y'all listening to today. Hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, and hit that notification bell so every time we drop, you'll be one of the first ones to know. Now, before we get into the funny conversation on how B.J. Armstrong tried to keep the ball away from Michael Jordan, we're going to talk about the Chicago Bulls' current team. Can they make it past the first round, c up? I'm going to say absolutely. Uh, you know, the, the smartest people will be like, uh, depends on the matchup, but I'm going to just say absolutely all the way across the board. Uh, I don't think they'll be that bad that they'll be in a play in tournament. So they won't be playing the top two teams. Anyone besides those top two teams like Boston or Milwaukee, the Bulls have a great chance to beat in a seven game series. Um, Philadelphia's in flux. Uh, what is that? What is another power? Um, calves, calves. I really don't believe I've never been a believer in the calves. They guards are too small. I'm gonna always keep saying that. Uh, I'm not gonna cut, I'm not gonna give them a break. They should be able to be every other team in a one in a, in a, in round one of a series, especially, especially if it's not Boston or Milwaukee. I'm just gonna call it like that, nephew. I mean, I think that's fair, too, because me personally, I'm looking at the Bulls being in that top six, and if I got them at six, I think they number three matchup might be Boston. Yeah, And I think they can be Boston. Boston. I think they can. I really do. And that's just an early prediction. I know it's going to be tough because they got their experience in there, but the the question marks come for me is, you let go of the heart of the team, bro, and Marcus Smart, he's gone. Who's the new heart of the team? Time Lord, my man's can't stay healthy. And I love what he can bring, but he can't stay healthy. Then y'all got a 50-year-old, 50-year-old out there, Al Horford. And then you got a, a unicorn with a broken limb and Christos Porzingis. You know what I'm saying? So I do believe that the Bulls will match it. They have played the Boston Celtics tough the last few seasons. So yeah. I believe if they do match up against a team like that, they can win. The pro- the only concerns when it comes to my Bulls team, if we keep it 100 and keeping it a buck, how do – the point guard help out in this situation? What type of coaching will we receive from our head coach? And what is the mentality coming from the best player in Zach Levine? Because we seen my guy Zach Levine come out, play in game one, go off. Play in game two, nowhere to be found. So which Zach Levine will arrive? That's to be determined, bro. Yeah, and 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 I think this season's uh, motto for this season is desperation. 
is this team going to play with desperation to prove that they they really can compete in this league and this is not a fluke this last three years. Mm -hmm. So I think definitely this team uh, can beat just about any team. You say they can beat Boston. And when I look at Boston, they did lose a lot of his heart, bro. They lost like half the heart. You know, you take Marcus Smart out of that thing, bro. And I don't know how could they possibly think they can win. And then you add a guy like Pazingas, who they say is the unicorn, and he more like a donkey. He more like a mule. <laughs> Not a donkey. <laughs> so, so look, man, they, it, the Bulls got a chance. We're not going to be sugarcoating shit. They should be able to win a round one uh, playoff I series. I would make this clear. The Bulls still have troubles with the 76ers, though they did finally beat Joel Embiid in the 76ers. I believe that Joel Embiid still has their number until proven otherwise. But you did mention that they are in flux, so that's definitely a caveat to the whole discussion here. But I like, y'all let me know. Unc, you let me know right off the bat. I hate to compare the Bulls to this team, but if you look at it, the last three seasons for the New York Knicks, kind of similar to the Bulls, kind of in a way, right? So y'all let me know. Let me break it down real quick. Year one, they make the playoffs, disappointing exit. Boom. Year two, they don't make the playoffs, another disappointing season. Then they come back like this past season. They go ahead. They make the playoffs. They win the first. They, they in my mind, was an upset because I picked the Cavs to beat them. They beat the Cavs, and, and and what many analysts came on to say is that the New York Knicks punked the Cavs. Mm. So can the Bulls be finding along those lines? Could be. I don't know. What you think? I I, I like that take. Uh, I do think the Bulls' talent is up in the mix with the Cavs and New York Knicks, like you're saying, and it has been a similar road for the last couple years between the Bulls and the Knicks. But I would like to think that the Bulls have a, a lot more talent than the New York Knicks. The, you know, they they definitely top heavy with Jalen Brunson and R.J. Barrett and that and the Randall. left Randall. He, you know, he only go left. He still only go left. <laughs> he, he ain't changing for nothing. So yeah, that's a good take, nephew. And I'm I'm with you on that for sure. I mean, yeah, and I, and I also think that they Tom Thibodeau allowed the young guys to kind of just start to step up. Emmanuel quickly, OB Toppin, even though he kind of rushed, forced him to, you know, the further end of the bench a little bit, hence why he's not there anymore. But I still think that now the Chicago Bulls, if everything go as planned, your young guys this year should have their best seasons. Patrick Williams should have his best season. Kobe White should take a step forward. Ayodo Sumu should bounce back. And then the additions of Javon Carter, Torrey Craig should be able to contribute in a way to where you're not lackluster during offense. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to some of those possession possessions or on a defensive end, because now you got a guy in who many believe might be the starter or even if he's not the starter, a bulldog at the point guard position. And that was that we compared to Patrick Beverly with a better three point shot. We seen what type of energy that was brought on to the team, hopefully. That could be some type of energy that we see for 82 games. And and I love that that take, and I really don't want to say anything to ruin it. So I'm just going to take away one word and add my own word. You use the word should. You better in everything that you just said. They better. The young kids better have a best season. The boys better come together as a team and – uh. Uh, reach new heights uh, in these last couple years they've been in. So I'm just going to change a word in your take and say better. You better. For sure. 
And lastly, just for all the ones that's going to come out here and be negative right off rip, look, it's the NBA. Anything can happen. We've seen the HC go to the finals this last season. I know Heat culture is different from Chicago Bulls culture. I get it. I understand. But in the playoffs, you never know what's going to happen uh, because, you know, we can go ahead if we provide in context, do a lot of different things. We can say, well, if Giannis wasn't injured, they'll have a better shot at beating them. We can go which way. But as of right now, we're just asking them to win one playoff series. And with this team, they should and they better win one playoff series. That's it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Yeah. y'all let us know how y'all feeling about that in the comment box. Now we got to get on to the fun for the show. <laughs> so see the <laughs> BJ Armstrong, former Chicago Bull, sat down, had a conversation with USA Today Sports. And it was written by Harvey Glassbrook. For those that want to check out the article. They was talking about in uh they was talking about you know Michael Jordan, and then that and then that playoffs, it was pretty much Horace Grant and B.J. Armstrong pretty much coming together and saying we know what we got to do, and uh pretty much the plan was for Horace Grant whenever he touched it he's shooting it, and whenever B.J. Armstrong get the ball he ain't passing it to Mike. Hey, see duh. That ain't work. They tried to freeze him out. Michael Jordan said, do y'all know who I am? This is the you-know-who-I-am moment before Kevin Durant. <laughs> this man, yeah, this yeah. man, Jordan, shot the ball 30 times. <laughs> 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 ain't no way. Ain't no way. And both of these guys uh, combined, Armstrong and uh, Horace Grant, they only shot 16 times, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. How you thinking yeah. about all this, man? I think it's funny, bro. I think it's I think funny. It, I think it's funny that they thought that that actually would work and you would be able to win, and I'm funny that that they even came up with the plan. But you know what I'm tired of? I'm tired of all the mutiny to the to the to the throne these days. Like the last ten years, you've heard Horace Grant, you heard now B.J. Armstrong, Scottie Pippen. It's just he just I don't know. He just turned for the worse. I'm just tired of this. Why are it, why is everybody biting the hand that fed you? Michael Jordan got BJ Armstrong all-star game. He got him six three NBA championships. Horace Grandy got you three NBA championships and some all-star appearances. Scottie Pippen, we we don't even need to say what he got you, bro. It's about being grateful, bro. What the what? That's the goal. Bro. He said be grateful. <laughs> what the fuck? He said we not gonna pass the ball. So Michael Jordan, <laughs> you crazy. <laughs> that don't even make any sense. I've seen every single dribble of Michael Jordan's career, bro. You know what I'm saying? He earned that spot. He didn't say like he came and took it. You know what I'm saying? He ain't, he ain't axed. He didn't he didn't fall in line behind nobody because he did have good players when he got in this league. See Orlando Waldrich. He was pretty good. I think um the Iceman was on the Bulls when he came, I think. I think the Iceman was there. But Mike took this. And and you guys definitely benefited from his greatness. And to, with all the stuff and with all the success you had in your career, you could possibly attribute that 50% to Michael Jordan. So all this mutiny and all this other shit that y'all talking about is just petty. And I'm sick of it. I'm sick of all these mutineers. <laughs> I've been watching Game of Thrones. Game. <laughs> <laughs> he <loved> this, <laughs> hey, but look, it is what it is, man. But I, I look at it like this, bro. 
No matter what, you ain't stopping greatness, bro. No matter what your game plan is, you ain't stopping greatness. You might stop it for a brief second, but then that greatness goes in, goes in the lab, cook up a different uh type of chemical, cooks up a different type of action, puts in a little bit more work, put on a little bit more pounds, become stronger, become smarter, and then that greatness still prevails through the crack of the sidewalk. And hence, you have a flower that bloomed out of nothing. That's Michael yeah. Jordan's story, in my opinion. That's Michael Jordan's story, in my opinion, bro. Detroit Pistons tried to beat this. They tried to play football on the basketball court. Did he cry it about it? it? It ain't last too long, bro. Did it he ain't cry last about it? too No, he ain't cried about it. He went in and put himself and got in the lab. But to play devil's advocate, Michael Jordan benefit from those players too. But on the flip side, Y'all got to stop this mess, man. <laughs> Y'all got to stop. It's the same. And I and I hate to bring this play into this because it should be all about Michael Jordan. All about it. Or two players. But when you look at Kobe Bryant and LeBron James, no matter how you dice it up, the fact is, is that you couldn't hide their greatness. And no matter if it was Delonte West, and we already know the, the rumors or whatever was supposed to happen, or if it was Golden State, you know, adding on Kevin Durant, or if you talk about Kobe Bryant getting ready to leave the L.A. Lakers, allegedly, at the end of the day, the greatness still prevailed, and that's what it is right now. No matter if you try to keep Michael Jordan out or whatever, the greatness still will prevail. So, and that's yeah. just, that, that's why I leave it at. It's funny <laughs> as hell to me. I ain't gonna yeah. lie. It's funny. Let's just think about this. Let's think about all the greatest players in the NBA. Jerry West. Did anybody still think he the greatest basketball player? But back in the day, they thought he was they the he greatest. Was the he was the man. When you think about, let's go even further, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. They still think he's a great player, but Michael Jordan has been supplanted him. And, and for the foreseeable future, I think LeBron James is great, and it's definitely a demographic in the world that says that LeBron James is the best now, but he just can't get rid of that monkey on his back. Michael Jordan right there. Because he yeah. left a lasting um, impression on this game in the world, bro. It's going to be hard. I think he will. his name will live as long as the NBA goes. Michael Jordan. Oh, it That's ain't never going play. nowhere, bro. It's not going yeah. nowhere. Because the, the, when you look up, you don't have to see the name. But you see the jump, man, and you know who it belonged to. The man, before we go, man, just breaking it down real quick. The name ain't going nowhere simply because, first and foremost, the man is dropping the same shoes I wore as a child, just in different colorways. And then selling sometimes, and then sometimes still bring back the same colorways, and they still selling out. And then let's talk about it. He got players in this league, current players, Luka Doncic, to mention one. Russell Westbrook, to mention another. Carmelo Anthony as another one. Rocking his brand now. Yes, they have their own shoe deal, but essentially, you see Jumpman on that shoe. Oh, y'all thought it stopped there? Let mm. me go ahead and break it down. NCAA. Mm. New, uh, Big Blue, Michigan. Jumpman on the jerseys now. Oh, let's go to the NFL. Jumpman on cleats now. Yep. It ain't going nowhere, huh? It ain't oh, going nowhere. Don't look good about the Charlotte Hornets. Jumpman's on the jerseys. Oh, <laughs> ain't going nowhere. It's his ain't over, going man. nowhere, bro. And LeBron but, great too, man. Y'all just, but. Yeah, we, it's Mike not a debate. Different. It's not a debate on 
on, on uh, uh, who the greatest right now. It's just it's the not. fact that the whole totality of the thing is greatness and Armstrong and Horace Grant thought they was going to slow down the greatness and they failed because you can't stop greatness. And that's a message to y'all. Don't let nobody try to stop you from being great in whatever you do. You want to do art? Be great. You want to do podcasts? Be great. You want to write your rhymes? Be great. You want to start a business? Be great. Facts. And it ain't Sunday, but damn. <laughs> preaching on his heart. Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, <man. laughs> you got anything left, though? Oh, no, man. Uh, Bears right around the corner. We appreciate all the support. We're going to keep rocking out, y'all. Stay in tune. For sure. Two things before we go. First and foremost, shout out to Coach Prime. In his first victory oh, with bro. Colorado. Number two, shout out to Shannon Sharp with this green ass suit on first take. I love to see two of the best <laughs> debate each other. And uh, that's it from us today, man. Y'all want to make sure y'all hit the like button, subscribe to the channel. If you want to call in and respond to this video or any other video we've dropped before, call in, call in and leave a voicemail or send a text message. The number is 773-242-242. 9219. It's another episode of Shy Boys Podcast. We're going to catch y'all on the next one for sure. Come on, yeah. Gang.